Hey, Neo. 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 Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. Celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. What happened there? I don't know. Celebrities. I'm not sure, but I'm Bobby Finger. You said it fine the first time. Too. You're Lindsay Weber. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, concerns. And that's it at 619-WHO-THEM. You know how like for before a big game... There'll be like a huddle. No, I don't know before and a big game. you know how like before a big game, let me fucking finish. There's like a huddle and like the coach or the team captain will be like, okay, let's get like psyched up. I'm going to like say a prayer or like say a poem or like we're going to chant something. Bobby yeah. just did the opposite yeah. of that, which was he told like a really long story that like you th- that I assume was going to have like this big ending to like get me hyped up for this episode and then it just end- it ended with Bobby in a hallway and he had an encounter with someone was, who didn't say anything at all. It was an anticlimactic story but like I'm shook by this weird but interaction like, I had with my neighbor's it, grandson. I thought it was like oh this guy's gonna like say something like what is it that he's gonna say and then it turns out he didn't say anything at all. I just wanted to say that was the opposite Look, of... I was embarrassed. I was dressed insanely. Sure, it was late. I was taking out cat poop. Like, I literally looked like, right, like a but, freak. Right, it was embarrassing. Sure. Yes, sometimes. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you are right. That is not the sort of story you tell someone else because it doesn't translate. I'm just saying, like, I went downstairs to get delivery yesterday wearing only a drug rug, and I forgot that I wasn't wearing bottoms. <laughs> so sometimes... <laughs> you... Okay, that's I a funny story. I mean, I, the drug rug that's is a funny long. Story. But when I reached the bottom of the stairs, I was like, do I go back upstairs to put on a pair of shorts because I'm just wearing underwear under this drug rug? Or do I just get my delivery because this guy's just waiting here and it's cold? If the drug rug is long enough. I Barely think long funny. enough. <laughs> also, but long It enough. wasn't like I he saw my butt. But he definitely was like, this girl's wearing right. a drug rug and no pants, which was accurate because I was wearing a drug <laughs> rug and no pants. Wait, what'd you get? Like soups. I like got a bunch of soups to freeze because I was like in the mood for that. Oh. And also there's this really good place near me that makes good soups. Ooh, good yeah. soups. It's soup season, It's soup baby. season. I wanted soup. So I got soup to eat that night. But I also was like, oh, you should like stock up on the soup. Put it in the freezer for future times. I just, I made a really good soup this week. I told you mm-hmm. about it, didn't you I? You did. And you love that soup. How are you this week? It's Friday. What are you doing this weekend? Who knows? Honestly. Who knows? Oh, we were supposed to go to SNL, but I got our the date changed because no, this is actually a, oh you well, did this is a funny get story. The date changed. A friend of the pod and an angel who works at SNL, who I don't do I should I whatever, got offered me and Bobby tickets to a random SNL back in the day months ago. She was like, "You guys should come." I've never been. I don't think you've ever been. Oh, I've never been. It's kind of like one of those New Yorker things that you like should do, right? I don't know. It's right. not that it's hard. It's that it's it's that it's tends to be random. Like even if you have a connection, it's like you kind of got to go whenever you get the tickets. Right, but it's just like funny. So she so months ago, maybe like last year, even it was definitely last year. It's it's January. It was definitely it's last year, February. Yeah. I feel like she made the offer in maybe like September. Right, so you're like, okay, August. we'll take these tickets for February second. No matter who the host or get or musical guest is, it'll be fun. That was like the jinxing property of my life. Yeah. Like I've never been more jinxed. So the date's coming up and I'm actually seeing it on my calendar and I'm like, oh, I wonder who like. I have no problem with with 
the, the tickets you turned down. Oh. I think it's hilarious, but continue. Okay, well, sorry. I changed the... <laughs> I, I, have, I, know, I, I, well, I mean, have a problem. So it's revealed that February 8th is Justin Bieber and um, who was the week after? It was Justin Bieber and... and RuPaul. RuPaul. I'm like, amazing. I hope somebody is as good the week before for the dates that we have February 2nd. Turns out, February 2nd, the host is football player jj watt and never heard country of star luke combs <laughs> what's so funny is just like out of all the dates in the whole world me thinking you know anyone who would be hosting snl i'll be fine with watching they're pretty famous right mm-hmm. i we get the sportsman and a country singer not even a country singer i particularly like no i don't like him so like out of I and I don't I don't and it's almost like Lauren Michaels like knew like he looked at he saw that we were coming and he was like oh I'm gonna give them a show I'm gonna give them this one like fiddling through like his desk and it finds finds a Lucy ticket to right. this show of all the shows literally it don't the only worst guest host would be like Jesse Tyler Ferguson and like with, Lil Xan you know yes be, with special musical guest Lil Xan <laughs> like or like or Trump. Essentially, I cannot think of a worse combo for me and Bobby. Trump in terms and Trump, of like yeah, like musical guest Trump, host Trump, musical guest Jesse Tyler Ferguson. That's my hell. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, I got our date changed to be sometime in March, just because whatever. I'm I just asked and it was fine. The point is, is that it will definitely be Jesse Tyler Ferguson. No, it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be worse than what. Y- what we turned down no it'll be so funny when we find out it's worse than the one that we turned down the av club's headline for this pair of snl announcements was rupaul and a very large football man jj watt to host snl next month that's it can you name the the team that he plays for can i name the team i couldn't name the sport until i looked it up even the team is a who the texans i thought the only football in texas was the cowboys i didn't I guess I knew the Texans existed. Not to be whatever, but usually when there's like a football or sports person on SNL, I know who they are. This is honestly kind of like shocking. What did this yeah, guy do? Like they would do? have said like Tim Tebow or something, you know? Tim Tebow. Well, now still he's top of mind because what's her name? I'm still thinking about Demi, De- Demi, Demi Lee Nell Peters. Nell Peters. Yeah. yeah. But, but like I, Tom Brady, like what other Tom sports Brady. people? Like, like Olympian type people with like, I just, is this guy, what's his deal? Is he Is smart? he known for being funny? Is he funny? <laughs> like if you are an ESPN head, are you like, oh, JJ Watt, like, yeah, he's a fucking funny bro. He's like so what? Funny. <laughs> he's a funny bro. Is his thing being funny? I guess we'll never know because we're not going to the show and we're I'm not watching it on TV. See you in March. Oh, he does funny commercials. I don't give a sh- real There's a oh, YouTube okay. there's a YouTube video called JJ Watt <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, it's called now you're like, JJ no. Watt's funniest commercial compilation. So oh, he did ads. Least... He did ads for HEB. What's that? It's regional it's the best grocery store chain in the world. Oh, Sounds okay. like human growth hormone. What is it? H E B. Yeah. Okay. It's named oh, after H-E-B. someone who's last. Sorry, H-E-B, I always read the grocery store. Na- I read Howard, it as Heb. I believe his name is Howard Edward Butt. The no, person who. No, I read who... that. I read that as Heb. I always read that as Heb. H E B, which is like number one grocery store chain in Texas, is named after a guy whose last name is Butt. A guy whose last name is Butt, which is really funny. It is funny. 
They should have kept it at that. They should have just called it Howard E. Butts. This is a terrible... No, it's singular butt. Just one butt. B-U-T-T. His um, butt. So... No, it's butts. I mean, I meant that possessive, but sure. Oh, yes, yeah. oh butt. butts. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Absolutely. I used to work at H-E-B, actually. Oh, did you? I did. Let's start with comments. That's how we start the show, because <laughs> I can't keep thinking about this. Wait, I just want to say, before what? we finish, we are very grateful for the oh. SNL tickets of course and we are I honestly can't wait okay and i didn't want i didn't want the, i would have to come off to anyone or jj the whoever I know, I know and luke combs but i'm a baby and i was like can we do a different one because i won't let lauren michaels fuck me okay i won't sorry hi this is molly um long time listener i think second time caller i had to pause you when you started talking about roman abramovich because this is my field of expertise i'm a russian studies scholar and there are several things about him. The first thing I want to say is that he definitely, of all the Russian oligarchs, despite his Wikipedia, is one of the best, known for being nice, known for not being, you know, terrorizing the little people as much as the other ones did in the fall of the Soviet Union. The second thing I want to say about his ex-wife and the, uh, and the magazine and the museum she started, Garage is not just some small artsy magazine and some small arts museum. It's one of the biggest museums in all of Russia in terms of its influence. It would be like saying that she started MoMA or LACMA or the Met with how important garage is to Russians, especially young Russians. And my third fact about Roman Abramovich is that I was once at a house party in New Orleans and the mother that owned the house said that Roman Abramovich had once been walking down their street and really liked their architecture and she'd invited them in for coffee and that he visits them every year during Jazz Fest. So again, of all the Russian oligarchs, Roman Abramovich is definitely one of the best. He probably didn't kill anyone. And he may have said that to Boris Yeltsin about Putin, but Putin was picked for very different reasons, mainly because Boris Yeltsin was a raging alcoholic and Putin was very quiet and they thought he would not be much fuss. They turned out to be wrong. Anyway, good form, Bella form. I like that our bar for billionaires is he didn't kill anyone, probably. He, he probably didn't kill anyone. <laughs> probably. I mean, but we needed a little bit of that context just because <laughs> I think we're like, oh, Garage Magazine bought by Vice. But like the Garage Museum that it's connected to is a very important a modern huge, museum. It's a huge in, deal. Good to Moscow. know. Next, Good next know. Abramovich story. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. A long time, long time. I just paused the podcast to call in because Roman Abramovich, um, I actually lived in Rio and dated a guy who worked on his yacht, Le Grand Blue, and his whole job was to source the Chelsea Soccer Club game no matter where they were at. He eventually got fired because they were in some Baltic Sea and he was on top of the yacht with some antenna and couldn't get the soccer game on. And that was the end of his career. But I was very excited to hear about that. Crunch, crunch. Rich people, maybe. They Rich people, billionaires pay their staff. They have staffers for like tiny jobs. Love that. And they right. typically pay them well. Like it's like, oh, you'll be making six figures to be the dog walker. Oh, you'll be making six figures to I like mean, be the person who does this thing on the yacht. Probably to be the antenna man. Probably really well. They pay they typically pay these people a lot of money. Number one, these people have to like sign a million NDAs, you know? Like 
They can't right. talk about what goes on in these billionaires' lives, so they pay them a lot so that they remain like reliable and trustworthy, I guess. I'm not sure this guy signed an NDA. His, his ex-girlfriend's calling into the podcast, tells the story about it, just saying. Hey, the Weekly, I had to call in because of you guys talking about Stavros Niarchos when recently it was just announced, or not announced, but it came to my attention because his brother, Theo Niarchos, is dating Camille Rowe, the Victoria's Secret model, who is Harry Styles' ex-girlfriend. And Harry Styles writes about them in his new song, Cherry, in which he says, like, do you take, um, does he take you to his father's galleries, like art galleries? So I just had to give you another layer to this puzzle that the family is just full of who girlfriends and who drama. So thanks. Good form, Bella Thorne. Love that. Of course, Harry Styles is, like, a, a related somewhat to this whole mess and also that obviously Stavros's brother is out here doing the same impressive celebrity work as him this knows no gender boundaries also that was Camilla Rowe is the name of the ex by the way yeah Camilla Rowe she was the main focus of the album or like when people were talking about Harry Styles new album like who's it about it's like it's Camilla Rowe. about her yeah yeah so she's now dating the other Niachos brother yeah Okay, we are done with the Roman calls. I'm glad so many people called about them, about him, them, everyone. When that many people call about someone, then it just seems like we got to address it. I mean, we literally did the segment twice because we yeah. missed so much because the story was so big and because mm-hmm. there were so many different leads in and leads out. So it just that shows that even us recording it twice, there's still more out there about this person who clearly, you know, has a lot going on. Next call. Hi, Who Weekly. So I had to just pause the podcast and call in real quick in defense of Paris Hilton's lasagna. Um, back in the day during season two of The Simple Life, there's an episode where they're staying with this family who's really nice to them. So they're like, we're going to make you dinner. And they're obviously very concerned, like, can you guys cook? And Paris is like, the only thing I can cook is lasagna. I'm famous for my lasagna. Everybody loves my lasagna. When worse comes to worse, I make lasagna. And she made lasagna. So this was probably like 2009 or something. So, I mean, Paris's lasagna has been famous for at least a decade. And if Paris were to cook for me, the only thing I would trust her to cook is lasagna. Okay. Hashtag Paris's lasagna. Bye. <laughs> so you have the clip? <laughs> I, I have a clip, but I also think I found it in one episode. And I'm starting to suspect that she did it more than once. Yeah. So because this is from season three and the caller is quoting things like so specifically and i can't find quotes that match up to what i found so i think that she has done it before because these are the only times the lasagna is mentioned in the episode that i watched but it's still works. listen fully don't doubt that the lasagna thing was not a lot like was true that Mm -hmm. she that in this video where she's like my thing is that i make lasagna like that rings true for her in terms of because everyone has their signature dish thing that, with her, it's just yes. one. And it's not also like I didn't lasagna. That, yeah. And also lasagna is incredibly easy if you're using just like store bought sauce and like pre cooked noodles. You know, like a, yeah, it's not even a. It's more just like the the kind of like party trick of being like I make a good lasagna or I make a lasagna or I make anything at all for her has has legs. 
And I'm not surprised that she has been trafficking on this for like some time now. And especially because she's someone known for being like teeny tiny skinny person. Right. The disparity between like, like there's like an irony in the fact that like an irony that I think Paris herself would find delicious where it's like, look at me. I love making this hearty, big, carb-centric yeah. Although, meal. Although, to be fair, like, that's Paris fun. has always been small, but she's never been healthy. That's not her brand. Like, being fitness-forward or health-forward is not the Paris Hilton brand at all. Maybe one day, but she's never done exercise publicly. Yeah. Um, here are the clips. Paris is cooking us lasagna because I'm going to give her a massage. That works. Loves it. I'll teach her. you how to make lasagna. You can pick up hot chicks and make them lasagna. How are you going to pick up chicks? Making them lasagna. OK. Paris, this is good. Thank you. It's very good. good. So I I put that in because her lasagna is good. From the people. I believe from it. The I her fully believe good. it. You'd have to really fuck up lasagna the way that you traditionally make lasagna to not have it be delicious. I think. The lasagna, the lasagna, lasagna she makes. Yeah. The lasagna she makes in this episode looks very good. Looks better than the one she makes in the YouTube. I mean, lasagna is, you know, a very um, forgiving food. You mm-hmm. layered these delicious elements. And I think good, quote unquote, good lasagna where you like make a bechamel and you like do more. That adds to it. Sure. But like a simple lasagna with like layers of noodles and cheese is going to be delicious. Yeah. Obviously. Cheese, marinara, pasta. Like, yeah. I- like get that, out of here what fine <laughs> what? what's like, the problem i mean it's the italian equivalent of taco bell where it's just like they keep finding new ways to combine all of these ingredients but the ingredients themselves you are good I, so it's always going to be good when i was watching i this is actually embarrassing i stumbled upon i mean my youtube algorithm is like just so ter- it's horrible and one of the one of the videos that showed up was like this girl goes to olive garden and eats everything on the menu and i'm mm-hmm. like Sometimes I do venture into those worlds. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that she ate, which was a limited... I didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of skipped... Okay, whatever. I'm already embarrassed about this. But the point is that one of the things that she ate that I was like, oh, interesting, was... And this is why Olive Garden is also a genius. They have a lasagna dip. It's genius. It's a How does dip. it work? So it's a dip, but it's like lasagna ingredients. So it's basically just like a marinara ricotta dip with like Parmesan cheese. It's just like a Amazing. melty okay. cheese. Um, exactly you would think. Everything in lasagna without the pasta. Mm-hmm. And then they had fried pieces of pasta that you would dip into the lasagna mix. Genius. Oh, that's good. Deconstructed lasagna dip. Like All deep- I'm saying is like lasagna. <laughs> Before we move on, your YouTube thing made me want to ask you this question this is a fun little experiment exercise go to youtube.com and tell me what your top four what your number one what your first four recommended videos are because i went to see what mine were and i laughed and so i was like what are yours um youtube.com home and then it says recommended and my recommended ones are (laughs) number one okay so oh you read yours yeah pro chefs blindly taste test snacks Test Kitchen Talks, Bon Appetit. It's from yesterday. I haven't watched it yet. It's not that surprising. Number two, Wired. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin answer the web's most searched questions. Okay. Uh From 12 months ago. Somehow I haven't seen that. Number three, Miss Americana official trailer. Yikes. That's good. Mm, Can't even deal with that. Taylor Swift documentary trailer. Number (laughs) number four. You have seen it though, which is even funny. Oh, I have seen it. Number four. Because I watched on Twitter. It's not showing. Number four, 
CNN eight years ago. Betty White, colon. B. Arthur was not fond of me. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, what are Wait, yours? Mine are, and no, I did not do, I didn't rig this. Trying 40 of the most popular dishes from the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> there are more than 40? 40 of. 40 of? You, these women's videos are insane. Okay, then two... Oprah's 2020 Vision Tour Visionaries Amy Schumer interview because I watched the one with Gaga, so I'm getting all the rest of them. Right, right, right. Three is, quote, a tiff about a trip, Midsommar director's cut. I was watching bonus scenes from Midsommar. Don't ask. Okay. And then my last one is Smash Mouth, all-star, melon cover. (laughs) I think what this is is a cover of All-Star Played with a Melon. Played with a Melon. Okay, so this guy, the premise here is the guy emptied out all these melons, turned them into instruments, and is now playing Smash Mouth's All-Star with them. (laughs) Wait, it's playing as I'm listening to you in the back. Okay, that's my list of videos. So you thought yours was... How is he playing these melons? Music is amazing. Next on my list is Nicki Minaj Starships Pachelbel Cannon and D version. I don't even want to click on this. <laughs> okay. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want And Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a, this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. 
But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi, Who Weekly. Medium time, medium time. Um, I wanted to call um, because I know Bobby did not realize that The Rock is a, I guess in The Rock's case, he's a second generation wrestler. Um, nepotism very much is a thing in pro wrestling. The Rock's grandfather was also a wrestler and he's um part of one of the more famous wrestling families in pro wrestling so just wanted to clarify that um that's also very much like a trope in wrestling if your family is a wrestler a lot of times they will have your a lot of times it's dad so like they'll come out and do a match with your dad or your dad will get involved in one of your matches Um, i think we're on third or fourth generation wrestlers at this point so people whose families have been in the federation and in pro wrestling for a very long time um fun fact john cena is not um part of a wrestling family so he's maybe one of the most famous non um nepotism wrestlers in pro wrestling so just thought i would share um good form bella thorne john cena no idea john cena the american dream he's a not nepotism wrestler yeah makes me like him more me too. I love it. Not that I don't like The Rock because he has nepotism. I just feel like that was surprising to me. Well, like, it seems like the nepotism is not just in service of the fame, but it's in service of the narrative of wrestling so that mm-hmm. it's more conducive to do that. So you can, like, tell a story about the lineage of yeah. wrestlers. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. Okie dokie. Right. Um, let's move on to the first question of the week. Wow, it took so long to get here. Well, we had to watch all our YouTube videos before we could start. If you have a broken brain already, good luck after this next call. Okay, so Dula Peep is dating... Dula Peep is dating the Hadid boy, I believe. And then Nicole Peltz or Nicola Peltz or whatever her name is, she's dating Brooklyn Beckham, I believe. But now Brooklyn Beckham's ex-girlfriend is dating Lainey, the guy from Lainey, who's much older than everybody else in the story, and he used to date Dula Peep. So I just, uh, you know, crunch, crunch. So she, the, the caller didn't know any names, but I, I figured out the names. And I it took me forever to figure out the names until I realized I could have just searched Twitter because Twitter is all over this too. That's what I, yeah. I, one of those links where it's like, okay, when she says Lainey, she's talking about the band Lainey and the lead sing the lead guy in Lainey, who is Paul Klein, who is. Do they have any song I would know off the top of my head? Because I no. feel like I hear about this guy a lot, me but I, I hear about the band a lot, but I don't know a song. I was trying to figure this out as well. And I went to their Spotify and I was like, I don't recognize any of this. Really? There's not one really. song that you knew. Okay. Wow. Really? So if cool. uh, I'm going to leave a little blank spot here in case I find something. So 
if in fact I find out that there is a Laney song that I recognize, I'll play it here. If not, there will just be three seconds of silence. Here we go. Hey y'all, it's Bobby here recording after the fact, and I just wanted to say I didn't recognize any of the Lanny songs, but I did listen to a lot of them, and I officially stand now. Just uh, wanted you to know. Bye. Okay, I hope. I, I hope. I wonder what happened there because I'm not. I don't know until I edit it. It's, it's, I don't know. It's a big reveal. It's a big reveal. I don't know. I'm not gonna know. It's a big. So reveal. Dua Lipa is now dating Anwar Hadid. We know this. We've talked about this. Fine. I feel like they're in it for the long haul. Not Lame. forever, but I feel like they're going to be together like throughout her next album cycle. Is that is that fair to say? I just can't believe she's with him. I, it, the whole thing is kind of just shocking to me that he's so... Uh, who is he, you know? I don't know. Anwar Hadid used to date Nicola Peltz. We talk about her all the time. Nicola Peltz, who we mentioned briefly, because we talked about how they were dating, is the... Very, very, very rich guy's daughter, who tur- who's a model, who was in tabloids nonstop for a while because she was kind of this unnamed, terrible person who kept, like, yelling at people, right? Who kept yelling at people? Yeah. Do you remember this at all? She was mm. always in the tabloids for, like, yelling at people. There's a really famous gawker thing about her Nicola Peltz's House of Horrors this was written in 2009 10 years ago billionaire Nelson Peltz remains one of the most famous takeover artists in America in recent years the corporate raider or activist investor as he prefers to be known has battled for control of Wendy's Heinz and the candy maker Cadbury Schweppes blah 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 life inside Peltz's vast real estate in Bedford is just as vicious we hear as the staff at the estate is subject to such a dizzying amount of abuse the, Pel- the Peltz's may be the worst family in America to work for, work for. Peltz's youngest daughter routinely threatens maids that she will have their father, fi- her father, fire them if they don't do as she asks. Her last nanny was reportedly hauled out of the house by two beefy bodyguards at the girl's side. She didn't care much for her. Anyways, the point is, is that this is from, God, 2009. That's not 10 years ago. That's 20 years ago. Lindsay, try that math what? again. What? Try math? that math again. 2009. 2009 was 20 years ago, right? 30? How old? <laughs> 20 years ago. 11, 11 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago. I thought 2009. She oh, was 14. Okay. 2009, 11 years ago. It's 2020. <laughs> Try that math again. And then, okay, and then... 30 years and then ago. In 40 t- years ago. And, and then in 2015, <laughs> Bella Thorne was told Seventeen Magazine that she had a mean girl. I have a mean girl. She's in the business and she's very mean. I stay away from her at all costs. I never say hello to her. Siblings are not mean like she is. It's just her. One of the reasons I don't like her is because she's a billionaire since she's been a billionaire since she was little and she's never had to work for anything in her life. And it's literally Nic- Nicola Peltz. Oh, yeah. We talked yeah, about yeah, that yeah. on the Sorry. Show. I'm just reminding Nicola um, Peltz. Nicola Peltz. She's kind of like this. Yeah. Yes. Also... I- also, very famously, she dated Justin Bieber for a long time. Oh, really? Um, that's what I think about, which is unfair. Oh. She did. Yeah. They dated for a while. Um, so, Nicola Peltz. You can cut so much of that, but yeah. Dua Lipa is now dating Anwar Hadid, who used to date Nicola Peltz. Nicola Peltz is now dating Brooklyn Beckham, who used to date Hannah Cross. Who's Hannah Hannah Cross, Cross is now dating... Who's Hannah Cross? Hannah Cross is a, is a model. This is really funny. So I found there's a website, TV or Mind, which sometimes we reference. They do the 10 things mm-hmm. occasionally. And their 10 things is so bad. But also it's it's self-referential and meta in a about way that Hannah I've never Cross? seen before. So yeah, about Hannah Cross. So of the here are some of the 10 things. Seven is Hannah has been a model for a little while now. Six, despite what people might think, her real fame seems to have started when she hooked up with Brooklyn, as in Beckham. 
Number five, she's in her 20s at this time, okay? Number two, mm-hmm. number two. So you're reading this and you're like, this is the worst mm-hmm. 10 things ever. Number two, articles stating everything you need to know about Hannah end up being about her relationship What? to Brooklyn, which we have now confirmed, which you just confirmed which in the Which is why I'm reading bullet. this article right now. Number Wait for number one. This is the most iconic number one thing you need to What? know about a celebrity What? I've ever seen written out. Number one. Apart from blurbs here and there about her life, there's not a lot about her that's easy to find on the internet. What? <laughs> that's, wait, that's... Like, literally, wait, so we don't writing know. This is just like dropping hints. They're like giving up. <laughs> like, they're just... Turning your your lack of research wait. or the impossibility to find more into a bullet point is amazing. Who wrote this knew that you were reading it and being like, this sucks, this sucks. And then the first one was like, it's actually really difficult to find things about this person on the internet. <laughs> How dare you? really funny so anyway so, so this funny. caller is confused the- God, were we ever so young remember when he was dating uh chloe grace moretz <laughs> what's that that was like less, two no, minutes ago about it. yeah dating <gasps> air quotes my 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 hands that are making the air quotes are just grew yeah, yeah, eight yeah, sizes yeah, yeah. and yeah, started like yeah, hovering yeah, over me yeah. dating okay here's a really good tweet that was from saint k laurent uh on twitter paul klein dated bullet point dua lipa nicola peltz hannah cross Brooklyn Beckham dated Hannah Cross, Nicola Peltz. Anwar Hadid dated Nicola Peltz, Dua Lipa. If my calculations are correct, Dua Lipa is going to be Posh Spice's daughter-in-law. Yeah. This is this is just a very so incestuous, strange collection of people. the pairing has to be, by the math, if you check the math, is going to be Dua Lipa and uh, Brooklyn Beckham. Or, or Dua Lipa and Nicola Peltz. Or Dua Lipa. Yeah, maybe. All yeah. right, fine. Great. Amazing. Why not? Let's mix it all around. I, I put that in here. It just reminds me of Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. A Gen Z Bob and I mean, Carol and Ted and like Alice. It's like we got to get t-shirts that are like Dua and Anwar and Nicola and Brooklyn and Hannah and Paul and Lainey. <laughs> Not Paul, Lainey. <laughs> Lainey. <laughs> Or is it Lanny? But Paul, Paul Klein is in the band Lanny. He is Lanny. Lanny, but he's Lainey, practically Lanny. Lanny. But Paul Klein is the one that she was Lanny. talking about. The woman, the caller... The caller, I believe, may have been um, intoxicated. It's definitely in some not way, uh, fun or to very call tired. him pa- Lanny. We had to call him Paul Klein. If his name is Paul Klein, he's yeah. Paul Klein. And also, he is considerably older, or not even considerably older. He's just older than everyone else yeah. in this group. So people are like, "It's weird that he's older, but he's, he's like 32. in this love qu- quadrahedron with these 20 year olds." Love quadrahedron. What is the other? What is the other tweet that I put in here? You tell me. Oh, Paul Klein dated Dua Lipa, who is now dating Anwar Hadid, whose ex, Nicola Peltz, dated Paul too, but they broke up eventually. Crazy enough? Nah, Paul is now dating Hannah Cross, who low-key looks like Dua, whose ex is Brooklyn Beckham, who is now dating Nicola, and I'm still single. Okay, wow. <laughs> I love that. Put a meme ending on there, and you truly have a winner. That's a really good tweet. That's a really good tweet. <laughs> I mean, so that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, who tweeted that? Uh, Give them credit. Oh, yeah. Give them credit. Uh, bu- 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 Alfina, who is at Melitus. On Twitter, M-A-L-E-E-D-U-S. You're Amazing. funny. Next call. Anyway, keep keep paying attention to these people because I want to see where this, like, how yeah. tightly woven this web starts oh, yeah. getting. Yeah. Oh, I love it. They should all move in together. Reality show. Great. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, Who Weekly. Uh, long time, second time caller. Um, I'm just calling because I saw an Instagram post by Leighton Easter in my Explore feed. Um, and it's her with, like, Uh, a little plastic bottle of milk and, and like a very sad looking sandwich. And the caption is, I'm proud to once again partner with at Shamrock Farms Milk and at Subway. 
for the second year to support my friends at Feeding America on National Milk Day. Um, you know, some more text, but I guess, uh, yeah, I'm just a little confused with the sponsorship. Is this like milk that they call Subway? Um, why is she doing a pay partnership with Subway? Um, basically just like looking through her Instagram feed. It doesn't seem like she's, she's great at social media. She doesn't have the at Layton Meester handle. It's at me Layton. And when I Googled Layton Meester Instagram, um, her Twitter came up and then the second result was like a fan account for like Blair and Chuck on Instagram and, and her Instagram was nowhere to be found. So I had to go back to the Explorer page and then, and then type that in. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm like looking for you guys to shed a little more light on her history with uh Son Con and just like generally being bad at social. So yeah, uh crunch crunch. <laughs> what can I say about Leighton Meester? I love her. True, her Instagram's incredibly boring, but I I I like her so much. I like I just, her so much. I'm constantly rooting for Leighton Meester. It rings she true seems... that she's not into social media, right? She's yeah. in a famously private, although She's in a private relationship, marriage, that's but... also iconic. That's iconic like, and that every millennial is so horny for information about, you know? Yes. But I they're like, but yeah. she's like, I'm a mom. I'm right. private. Like, right. blah, 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 right. And also I think, and I think deep down, I think deep down they're both incredibly boring, which is also very appealing. Right. Remember her music career? I loved her music. She had she was good. She was bangers yeah. and she had a beautiful voice. The point is, is that this spawn, like, I think appears to be bad, but is actually act good because it's a charity. It's basically she, it's a charity spawn. It is a good thing that she is doing. She's doing this charity that is all about, like, she does a couple of things with the charity Feeding America. This is just one of them. So, like, this makes it seem like the only thing she does for Feeding America is go to Subway and, like, pose with a thing of milk and a disgusting sandwich. But she actually is very invested in Feeding America and is, like, on the board or something. My guess that she was invested with them before and then they came to her with this Subway thing. They're like, Subway wants to do this thing. Can you, like, be the celebrity? Absolutely. Right. Because she she's now done this twice. She did this last February and got a full got a full photo shoot of her in a turtleneck, sort of like styled, but quickly. Not you know, it wasn't a right. full like a, a like a, a light a light glam, a nice turtleneck. <laughs> it they wasn't a full appointment. A, they took a few photos of her like holding a milk in in front of a container, like a you this know, was the, not the a milk. this was not a stylist. This was not a day rate. This was an hourly rate. Right. Let's be honest. The guy and did hair so, and makeup. You know, he did both. <laughs> yeah, he did everything. <laughs> And she went to a subway, which they closed for her because no one else is in this subway. And there's also no cookies in the fresh cookie container. You can tell they're not open. (laughs) I love that Lindsay noticed. She was like, you know, no one's in that. It is closed because there are no cookies in the fresh cookie, which is (laughs) such a good thing to point out. I also just think, so so she got her photo shoot and she's used these photos a lot, like different photos of her. It even got into like OK Magazine. Um, The caption is XOXO, hoagie girl. (laughs) But like that's funny. But then they wrote out the information about the charity, so it's nice. And so the the charity the charity the reason they have this this association with Subway is because the charity that she works for, Feeding America, has a deal where every kids meal that you buy that you also buy a milk with. So like not a kids meal with a soda, not a kids meal with the water, but a kids meal yeah. with the milk. Yeah. Subway donates one dollar to Feeding right. America, right. which is a charity that's all about like helping to solve the problem of food insecurity yeah. around the country. 
Great, amazing charity, iconic. But Leeton looks so underwhelmed by the whole can thing. I just though, say, though, who can really blame her? The, you the, have to go take photos in a subway. The fo- so there's the photo shoot where she's like slightly glam and like drinking milk. Then there's this other photo, which is honestly the funnier one because imagine if you were like high up at subway and you see this photo of like a celebrity at subway, you would be so mad. Like you would be like. The one that she just posted. Yeah, it's just like there's no glam. Not that she looks bad, but the sandwich looks terrible. So it's like no glam. She's sitting here. She's got her milk and she's got like the (laughs) saddest looking Subway sandwich I've ever seen in my whole life sitting there. And it's not even a six inch. It's like a four inch. It's like an impossible Subway size. I've never seen this. Right. But you know, like she's not touching that sandwich. Like no one's touching that sandwich. That sandwich has never been touched. (laughs) So the I mean, point the, is, the sandwich artist touched it. So the point is, is that what I think is so funny about this is like, imagine like higher up is like, we paid for Leeton to get semi-glam and she's not using the photos with the, she's using this photo of herself at a. Well, the the ones from last February are with a professional photographer. Yes. And yes. they were distributed to anyone who wanted them. Clearly. Which, honestly, the list isn't very long. Okay, Magazine wanted but, them. Okay. <laughs> But this one, the one that the caller was like, it's in my Explore feed, is just like a a camera phone photo. Yeah. And she didn't even pay the hourly rate. It literally looks like she just woke out of bed. And that subway is definitely open. Like she didn't get special privileges. She did not get special hours at the subway. They, it's a tight crop because, you know, there are people all around eating their Subway. Right, like Adam, Adam Brody definitely took the picture of Leeton at Subway. Pop in. Let's pop in. Let's take this photo. Do you want to put? Charity. Do you want to put any makeup or do your hair? I absolutely do not. Just get me a sandwich and a milk. Let's make it relatable. Let's who make goes it real. to? Who goes to Subway in full glam? I don't. I don't think when any, I want my five dollar foot long. I don't, I don't put think anything. Anyone on. goes to Subway in full glam. Going to Subway in no. full glam is it's not it's the wrong move. They don't let you in. They're like, no, not here, honey. No, you want some milk? That's the wrong. <laughs> that's the wrong move. Subway was always. There was always some weird shame associated like with Subway. Subway. Yeah. Like when I worked. Um, Nothing when... smells weirder than Subway bread. Sorry. <laughs> Wherever that bread's from, I don't know. I don't think that's bread. It's not bread. I have been in a Subway multiple times <laughs> when someone is trying to buy the bread and take it home alone. No, and is no, being told no. No, no. And they'll be like, can I just buy the bread? And then the subway people are like, sorry, no, it's against company policy. You have to buy a sandwich. That's because people will be like, like, I just want the bread. And they won't take it. They won't do it. That's because the bread is made from something that's not human. And I think they're like, they know that and they want to go investigate what's in the bread so they can replicate it and create new life or whatever. Because it's. No, these are just people who are very passionate about the bread, which I understand. Right. They want to. But I've seen it twice because it must happen all the time. It must be a major point of the training process where you're like, here's how to respond to unruly customers who just want the bread. All I'm saying is that that bread, something's wrong with that bread. Hi. I'm calling because what the fuck is this shit with Pamela Anderson? I got a headline. I got a push notification. Pamela Anderson secretly marries movie mogul John Peters in Malibu ceremony. Who cares? But. I don't even know who John Peters is, but I'm concerned about their statements that they made about it. He said, there are beautiful girls everywhere. I could have my pick. But for 35 years, I've only wanted Pamela. She makes me wild in a good way. She inspires me. I protect her and treat her the way she deserves to be treated. Huh? What? And he said, she's an artist. She has never seen her full potential as an artist. She has yet to shine in a real way 
So was he about to produce a project for her or some shit? Try to make her prestige? And then her statement is in the form of a poem. John is the original bad boy of Hollywood. No one compares. I love him deeply like family. His life used to scare me. So much for a girl like me. Now I've seen more of life and realized he's been there all along. Never failed me. I'm ready now and he's ready too. We understand and respect each other. We love each other without conditions. I'm a lucky woman. Proof God has a plan. What is going on? Why is she releasing a busted up poem? Who is John Peters? Pamela Anderson? I think it still has them name recognition, but is very, very hooey. Help me. Good form, Bella Thorne. Good form, Bella Thorne. What, what do we think about this? Did he this? just read the whole poem? He read the entire poem. I zoned out. I mean, thank you so much. Now we don't have to read that poem. Uh, <laughs> I also was surprised at this. I mean, yes, I me guess too. not. What 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 surprise? Like, was I as surprised as when um what when um she started dating Jeffrey Julian Star Assange? broke up with his with his boyfriend? I guess I wasn't as surprised as that. I didn't gasp mm-hmm. as I did when that happened. No, I just I didn't think. I wasn't like, oh, it wasn't Pamela Anderson dating Julian Assange. I mean, he's literally locked up. So they weren't like, I remember there being a lot of headlines about she's really literally locked up. Well, like she's really cautious. She's really into his cause. Right. She's really like advocating for him. But I don't think that they were ever like really romantically involved. I always got that sense. Like, because she would always say like, I love him. I love him. But I don't think that there was actually a relationship there. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so either. I think she wanted attention. Right. For him. For the cause. And I think it almost seemed like we're missing something. Like something about that relationship read to me like something else was supposed to happen that didn't happen. You know? Right. Like maybe he thought his release was inevitable and then it turned out it absolutely was not. And she was like, oh, fuck this. Like <laughs> maybe, you know, you know, well, well, you know what I mean? I she ever like, had any intention of like trying to date julian assange or he had no intention of trying to date her like i just don't think i think that was all for press almost on it's so bizarre though like i feel like something i don't know what was supposed to happen but it sort of seems to me like something was supposed to happen that didn't and so she shut it down and now apparently he's like dying in wherever he's being held right he's extremely ill i'm sure she still cares about his cause i just the kind of romantic element of what we were talking about, of what the mm-hmm. press was talking about, I don't think that was ever really there. I think that was just for press. Like, she went yeah. on The View, like, at the end of last year and kind of talked about him and, like, fought for him. And she was, like, pretty calm and collected despite being yelled at by Meghan McCain. She was like, he's a cyber terrorist. And she was like, he's not. He's an interesting guy. I mean, he's obviously ruffled the feathers of some very powerful people. Just and powerful people want to keep him you. quiet. When you were visiting him, he was allegedly kicked out of the Ecuadorian embassy because he was defecating everywhere and creating messes. No, well, that's a smear campaign. And they couldn't, that's not true. There was video of, of things that happened. I, I mean, I don't know. What would you do if you were locked in a room for, just for really quick. six years? Well, I wouldn't be a cyber terrorist, which he is. He's he hacked information. He didn't hack. included classified documents that put our national security at risk, our military, you know who and the lives of spies and diplomats at risk. Military. How many people have the, military, the American so, government killed innocently, and how many has WikiLeaks? So killed? you think the military is putting the government at risk? 
The military has put many innocent lives at risk. Oh, calm down, sir. But her, she has lots of different causes. She cared about animals for a long, I mean, she still cares about animals, but she was really, she's really into animals. She has like a whole foundation. I'm not sure like what the deal is with mm -hmm. that. That's the last time that she was kind of talked about was this Julian Assange thing. But now mm -hmm. it comes out that in a secret kind of. She's straight up married to this guy now. She straight up married this guy, John Peters, who turns out to be even more interesting than Pamela Anderson, which mm -hmm. is the and real we, shock. We talked about him. We did? Back in our Stars Born days we because did? there was all that problem with him being involved in the production. Remember? No, I don't remember Because he was all. named Remind as a producer. Me. He was named as a producer on the new one. On the new one, and people were like, "Wow, he's a bad man! Like he is—he assaulted oh. or harassed this woman." And then Bradley Cooper was like, "They had to release a statement that was like, he has no involvement there, but he technically has to be a producer because he, he produced the last right. one." So, so John Peters, this guy who she's married, is like the super super rich movie guy, and the reason mm -hmm. why he's so rich is because in like the eighties he bought the rights early nineties he bought the rights to Superman, and so he mm -hmm. had these Superman rights somehow, and he was able to like basically be in the background of making all of these movies some flop some success and through that he's just made a ton of money but the mm -hmm. other thing about him how he's connected to a star is born is he was barbara streisand's hair uh, dresser and turned lover turned husband right and i don't think they ever got married i think they were just oh, well, they just turned, dated for okay. a long time right so it's very weird because the last long form profile we have of him is from 2017 in the Hollywood Reporter. And the headline is, I am the Trump of Hollywood. The reclusive and outrageous John Peters is still rich, really rich. And the weird subhead is about how he he's scared to tell Barbara Streisand that he voted for Trump because she would never talk to him again, which doesn't really like mesh up with the Pamela Anderson politics thing. No, I think it's still sort of does really well first of all i think that pamela anderson's politics are not set in stone and ever changing and she doesn't really <laughs> care like but the thing that you're that you didn't mention here is that he has a loaded gun on the table the entire time they're talking <laughs> sorry i forgot the entire that time he's the talking profile. to the hollywood reporter he literally and then at one point he says there are two bullets in it and the reporter's like okay so you wonder why this guy has been like exiled out of hollywood it's because he's terrifying and mm -hmm. clearly people don't really want to work with him. He date the the kind of cute angle to this, which is not really that cute because of the rest of it. But the cute <laughs> angle is right. that they dated uh, in the 90s. In the 90s, he is, what, 20 years older than her or something? Mm -hmm. He's significant. At least, yeah. Because he's 70-something and she's 50-something right now. Mm -hmm. So maybe 20 or she's something. She's 52. He's 74. Right. Yeah. I can't get over his quote where he's like, he I could have my pick, but for 35 years I've only wanted Pamela. Like, I... I feel weird that that to me is a little romantic because like he dated her so long ago and he's just been pining after her It's a her little sense. romantic. <laughs> it's definitely a little romantic, but it's also the sort of thing that like it's easy to say that once you're married to once you're married to her now like did he really want her this entire time? Uh who knows. But that is that is a romantic sentence. Well, she says in her poem that he's been there for her all this time. So I wonder kind of if it's the thing where they've been in touch. Maybe he's, you know, supported her through different types of ups and downs in her life. Always in the background. Maybe just like harassing her slash, you know, like paying attention to her, being there for her. And finally she kind of gave in or or she reciprocated her feel. She realized that she cared more about this guy than she, than she thought. Again, I'm trying to like... I don't know why I'm trying to make it like romantic, but because like they're both so weird, but mm -hmm. that kind of seems like what the situation 
is, right? Yeah. And the story gets really interesting about this guy because because he owned all the Superman rights when those new Superman started happening and like comic book movies because for a long time comic book movies were lame as fuck like they were so they were flops they were bad no one cared so he probably got those Superman rights they were probably expensive but they were at a discount right like a fire sale and he had produced a couple of hits so he had little money but ever since he bought the rights to those Superman movies and they came back in the early 2000s mid to mid aughts and and currently He's been making so much money without right. doing any work. He literally made 7.5% of the gross on Superman Returns and Man of Steel. Which, and Man of Steel. Which made together more than a billion. Yeah. So Even he, has he made, was banned from the set. <laughs> he's made over $75 million on these movies where he was banned from the set it's because just, no one wanted him there because apparently he's a nightmare. It's just so funny that... These are the only types of movies that would continue to get made no matter what type of toxic person was still attached to it. Like mm-hmm. only yeah. only superhero hero movies in 2020 with could continue to get funded and made even though they have hundreds of hanger-ons from from years past like this guy who are like somehow bought some sort of piece of the puzzle and still have to legally be included in the process, you know? That's so funny to me we're so desperate for like this character you know that will put up Mm -hmm. with this guy they have to put up with this guy he can't even he won't even can't even come to set so he okay he met streisand in 73 on the set of the comedy for pete's sake he created her wig although he was married (laughs) to actress leslie ann warren at the time he and streisand became an uh, began an intense relationship rude he quickly became her most trusted confidant producing her 1974 album Butterfly. So basically this is Barbara Streisand's fault. This guy is rich because he charmed Barbara Streisand. And Barbara Streisand was so horny for him because yes. he's, exactly, he's exactly her type. Yes. Look at him physically yes. because he looks like James Brolin. Yes. Like that is her type. Yes. And his type is rich woman, right? A rich woman he can con. He says he owes her everything, which he does. This guy's a sleaze bag. Through and through, and it's very obvious. <laughs> Wait, she says in this profile, this profile is hilarious. She looks gorgeous, I said. You look like 20 years old, the legs. But he has not yet admitted that he voted for Trump. Quote, she would not talk to me if she knew, he says. In parentheses, Streisand declined to comment. <laughs> well, remember that cover? I remember that cover, those legs on that cover. Those legs. Those legs. Okay. She looks great, those legs. Yeah, I'm telling you, those legs. If that's what we come out of this conversation with, that Barbara Streisand has amazing legs, then that's it. I'm going to play that song, She's Got Legs, right here. What's that, ZZ Top? I don't know. She's got legs. Does it go like that? It's ZZ Top. It goes, she's got legs. <laughs> wait, listen. Wait, this song. I wait. don't think I ever heard it. She has legs and she knows how to use them. Yeah, exactly. That's She's Barbara Streisand. Okay, Every song, song sounds the same from that era. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Who Weekly. That was another great episode. We loved all your calls. Keep calling at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on Patreon. God, support us on Patreon.com slash Who Weekly. God, I have to get that. It's okay. You can leave this in here. Bobby had to go get the door. So support us on Patreon. And I forgot what else... Uh, Support us on Patreon and have a good weekend. Have a great weekend. Bye. We'll see you on Tuesday. We'll see you bye on everyone. Tuesday. See bye. Ya. bye.
let's go to the beach. Each, let's go get a wave. They say what they gonna say. Have a drink, clink, found the Bud Light. Bad like me, it's hard to come by. The Patron, um, let's go get it down. The sound, um, yes, I'm in the zone. Is it two, three? Leave a good tip. I'ma blow all of my money and don't get pushed. I'm on the floor, floor. I love to dance. I'll give me more, more. Till I can't stand. Get on the floor, floor. Like it's your last chance. If you want more, more. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanna know. Hi, Who Weekly. Long time, long time. Um, I don't know if you've talked about this before, but um, I have an important question. Is Shen Yun a who or a them? Um, Oh, my gosh, my Uber Eats is here. I'm going to have to call you back. Bye.